Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Welcome to Life Point. I'm your host, Tom Doherty, and in studio with me again is uh, Pastor Max Buchanan, and he's going to be with me for the next uh, three days. Actually, he's going to be with me for a couple weeks. <laughs> but we, Max, we're going to be doing uh, sharing about. Uh, the Sea of Galilee, and about uh, right on right after the story of Jesus feeding the thousands. Yeah, and so we're going to probably dive into that, and maybe talk about it for two three days here. But uh, thanks for joining me again. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's it's nice to to do something, you know, that gets us out of our houses. Oh yeah, for sure. It's been been good. And this is the first week the studio has been open at the radio station, so we're. Uh, we're live here. We get to look at Josh over there, and he's just uh, he's waving at us. You can't see him wave, but he's, jo- Josh, he's so social distanced that he's threw a couple pieces of glass, so is. we're feeling really good about yeah, it. Yeah, he is, and I look over to the right, and I see the owner of our station, Beth Schaefer. She's working away on her computer. And she's even more pieces of glass away. There, there is, like yeah. four between yeah, us. Yeah, there's probably so. four panes of glass away. and We're safe. So, we're safe. And then Dave, the... The son, the manager here, he just walked by, and so he's waved, like eight panes of glass. And we just later. waved, waved at him. So, but we're having a good time with the staff here, and it's great to be back in studio. Absolutely. And so now you will have fresh shows. I have all my life at this uh, radio station, all the eleven years I've been on, I have rarely ever repeated shows. But I've been on, I've had been on archive shows for the last month, hmm. and so now we're going to be back to norm and fresh things. And so, folks, thanks for joining us. Would you just have a word of prayer with me? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for everyone listening and for their lives. God bless them. Keep them safe and keep them away from the virus. Give them wisdom in everything they do. Watch over their needs. Thank you for Pastor Max. Bless him and lead him and his wife, Jenny, and and son, Conrad. Lord, we're so thankful for him and for this radio station. Bless them, watch over them. May we be people of God who spread the good news of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. All right, well, I'm going to read Max for us to Matthew chapter 14, verses 23 through 26. Right on. After he had dismissed them, and Jesus had just left the crowd, as I said, fed the 5,000, he went up to the mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. He sent the disciples across the Sea of Galilee, and I believe they were going over to Capernaum at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was there. I was actually on the Sea of Galilee and went to Capernaum from, oh, right from there. So I remember that scene, kind of. I mm-hmm. thought about that scene. In fact, I got to pray on the boat with a, with a Franciscan priest. He, he prayed, and I prayed for the boat. And so that was, oh, right that was kind of fun. Well, so anyway, well, one, they just had this— Enormous miracle. I mean, what is the chances of that? Uh, people are hungry. Yeah. Maybe five thousand or more people on the side, and yeah. and nobody brought a sack lunch. They weren't expecting this to happen, oh, yeah. and and the disciples were antsy because everybody was hungry. And what are we going to do? We can't mm-hmm. go to the store. We don't have enough money to feed these people. Yeah. And then Jesus pulls off the the fish and the bread. Yeah, some kids kids lunch, you know. He was really <laughs> taking the leftovers and, and making, you know, feeding all these people. I would it just would have been a sight to see, you know. And and I mean it's it's crazy because hungry people are the worst. So could you imagine? I if I was a disciple, I think I'd be sweating it more than they were because I'm like five thousand oh, yeah. hungry over five thousand people, like you were just saying, because it says that there are five thousand men and then it's right. beside the women and children. So who knows how many I, could have been there? Know. Yeah. But 
I mean, thousands upon thousands of people that were hungry and hangry people are the worst. I know, so. and I'm hungry right now. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I, I could, man, I could eat something right this second. I can imagine <laughs> these people. And you don't like listen to somebody. In fact, we're doing several shows here, and we've got some more time that we're going to have to to roll with. But uh, that these guys, and and then this with loaves and and fish, and they talk about these five loaves. They think it's probably the size like Twinkies. Yeah, you know, and and he blesses them, and all of a sudden passes these out, and the baskets multiplied of of food, and he fed all these people. And of course, that really stirred everybody. They knew what happened. They yeah. was watching what was happening. They saw the power of God. But then it was done, and Jesus told the disciples, "Hey, I want you. I'll see you across the the lake." Yeah. And uh, so then, but I I found it interesting as he said that uh, he went away to the mountainside to pray, to mm-hmm. get alone with God. Yeah, I always think that it's interesting the way that the Bible describes uh, Jesus's relationship with the Father. Obviously, we believe in the Trinity, so we're believing that there, you know, God is one, but He's made up of these three separate persons, and you know, we get glimpses into that throughout Scripture. John one is a great one where it talks about the Word becoming flesh and Jesus dwelt among Him. And we can't fully understand it, but we know it and we believe it. And so, as we've kind of looked at the Trinity and been looking at this whole thing, it's interesting that you know He's God in flesh, submitted to the Father, and it just like really describes to us how our relationship with God it should be as well. Uh, I think a lot of times, you know, we might think that we're we're starting to have some good ideas or we want to share, you know, like whatever, like, okay, God, we want to do things this way or whatever. But when we look at Jesus, he was submitted to the Father. And time and time again, he alludes to this where he says, it's not, my hour has not yet come or it's not yet time. He's in submission, even with God's timing and everything with that. And as his ministry starts and goes through, it's just interesting, the person of Jesus, Jesus, um, just how big of an example it is to us being fully God, but still being able, being submitted to the Father. And for us who are nothing, we are God's creation. How much more should we be willing to submit and say, God, you take a hold and do what you're going to do? And he was focused. And, and one of the uh, keys to this message, I think, is focus. I think mm-hmm. in our lives, we need to be focused on God. We need to get alone with God because we know we're all on imperfect people. We yeah. all We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. And there's times in our lives that we have lapsed into uh, uh, just uh, not being everything God wants us to be and things we've fallen away in a sense. And we need to stay focused on him and say, God, see me through these times. I need prayer time. I need alone time. I need to uh, be everything God's called me to be. Mm. And I, I like to say I've always been, but I haven't always been. Yeah. And, you know, because, you know, our lives – uh, we follow things and we we go directions and but we need to uh, stay focused and ask God to lead us as a coach. You know, I coach for years and years and and we teach our kids to be focused. You know, we don't want otherwise they're going to lose if they don't focus on in on what's going on. There, we're not going to win the game if they don't work on the weaknesses of the other team. You know, that's why we used to scout. We used to uh, scout out and see who their good players were and we'd. We would uh, set a scheme up, you know. We'd have a plan. And I think that's what uh, God wants us to do in our lives is to focus and and have a plan, how we're going to live life, how we're going to stay focused on Him, how we're going to stay in tune with Him through prayer, through study. And right now, Max, uh, you know, we don't have church as such in the building, and so people are going to be responsible on their own, whether you're listening to this show Mm-hmm. or whether you're watching your online uh, church or whatever it is, to stay focused. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think it's interesting. I think prayer is a huge part of it. And as a as a pastor, oftentimes get asked the question like, "Oh, if God knows everything, why do I pray?" All the you know, all these different questions about prayer. And I just think like, man, as as somebody uh, you know who's really seeking after Christ, how could we not pray? Right? Like He's given it to us so that we can get on the same page as Him. And it's like, yeah, He may know everything, but we don't know His His perfect will. And so, don't you want to align yourself with that? Don't you want to be praying? Don't you want to get some insight from God on on how to do this whole thing? Go to the scriptures, figure it out, pray through it, and then have God lead and direct you. And I think that it's just funny because it's like as I mature more and more in Christ, it's like, how could I not pray? How can I continue to, you know? Uh, I need to continue to seek Christ in, in everything I do, and I need to continue to get on the same page and, and figure out, you know, where and what needs to happen and just what God wants to continue to do. And I think that that's just so cool. And as we've been doing this Red Letter series, we really see how Jesus invites people into the story and how we're invited into the story. And so how would we not consult with God if he says, hey, I want you to share the gospel? I can't do that on my own. I need God Holy Spirit to go before me, and I'm going to simply be the mouthpiece. I think prayer is just so vital and important that we need to, to stress here, and that's exactly what Jesus is doing. And if we don't focus, we get uh, burned exactly. by the world. Oh, absolutely. The world because we're not prepared, We're mm-hmm. and we need to be prepared. We need to uh, trust him. You know, and so I, I one of the questions I asked when I was, we were talking about this series, you know, he needed to get alone and went to the mountainside. And in fact, Max and I, we we did our message out in the desert out by Cuna. Yeah. And I and I told Max, I said, I, I never forget this because my dad used to drive out there, pull off the side of the road because very few cars go by, and he'd just spend time alone with God. Mm-hmm. On the, and one time somebody stopped, he said, we saw this car and we realized it was your dad and we thought something was wrong with him. But he said, no, he was just praying, getting alone with God. And I guess my question to you folks listening today is, where is your mountainside? Mm-hmm. Where is it you get alone with God? You go to an upper room? I go to an upper room. I have a, um upper room in my house, a bonus room, they call it, and a lounge chair. And I go, I have my Bible, I have everything up there. and But that's where I get alone with God. I even have a uh, mask I put on so I don't have outside light come in. I just I just want to really focus and sometimes I focus more than others and sometimes I I I spend more time than others and other times not as much time. But I that's my place. Sometimes people meet in their bedroom or we Pastor Dewey, our our kids pastor, he goes to table rock a lot, table rock a lot mm-hmm. you know, and uh but wherever it is to have that time alone I think is important. To pray about life to pray about needs, to uh, praise God. I think a lot of times when you watch the Psalms, David is praising God all the time. Yeah. And one of the tough things we have is this, is listening and to be still. Psalms 46 tends, be still and know that I am God. You know, sometimes, Max, I talk so much that I'm not still before God. Yeah, yeah. And being still is like one of these concepts that's all throughout the Bible, even in the old uh, Testament, they had a prayer called the Shema, and that means to, to stop and listen. But what's interesting is the Bible frames listening as listening, hear, and then actually do what it says. It's not just in hear what I'm saying. It's really, there's, a, there's an application to it. And so we'll get more into all of this stuff tomorrow as yeah, we wind gonna, down. Yeah, we are winding down, Max, and we're going to, this goes so fast when we start talking about the Bible and the words of God and, mm-hmm. and the words of Jesus. And so, folks, thank you so much for listening. We are glad that we're being able to be back with you with some fresh messages, and I hope you'll continue to listen. And 
Put your faith and trust in God, and he will see us through because he is in control of our lives. Lord bless you. Have a wonderful day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.